Science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I'm the husband. Yeah, you're the husband. You know, I had forgotten until that moment. That was off the cuff. Really? Yeah. That's very nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, what are we doing today, apart from singing... What was that song? Crazy by Niles Barkley. Yeah, you know who is also. Yeah, you know why that's popular. It's a TikTok thing. It's on the TikToks at the moment. It's is the it? um, I remember when I remember when, and that girl goes, "Lost my mind." Yeah, she does like an amazing like run up, and then she's really shocked, and everyone's been. It's fun. Anyway, yes, I've got a present for you. A present? Yeah, for me. Yes. Little, for you. Is it is it chemistry based? Yeah, it's a official AQA uh, periodic table. Do you know what? Do you know what I thought this was going to be? Just when you turned the piece of paper over and you said it's an official AQA, I thought it was going to be my official AQA like biology like certificate for my for my whatever score I got. But it's not. It's a periodic table. Could have googled it, but thanks. Yeah, but my that's that second hand. <laughs> Just marking some chemistry results for the for my students. So. Oh, how are they doing? Um, pretty good actually on the chemistry. All right on the biology, not too bad. Some of them revised, some of them have not. Some of them have listened to this, some of them have not. Okay, fantastic. Um, I have sent out uh, my first couple of badges. So just this is a call if anyone wants a Hey Science Fans badge. Um, email at heysciencefans at gmail dot com. Awesome. Well, yeah. Let us know how you get on. Yeah, no exclamation mark. Just heysciencefans at gmail dot com, or send me a message on the Instagrams at mrs underscore Corbett Science. I don't know what it is. Underscore. Um, Search for Mrs. Corbett and you'll yeah, find it. Yeah, you'll find it. Or just, hey, science fans, you'll find it. And also on the TikToks on at Mrs. Corbett Noel. So send us a message. I'll send you a badge. You can send me something as well if you can find me. No one can find you, husband. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> right, what are we doing today, Mrs. Corbett? Today, we are starting to hone down, drill into the periodic table, if you like. So we're going to start with metals and non-metals. Oh, I haven't guessed your favourite... Um, your favourite element. No, why are you getting a different periodic table? Because this one is colour-coded. Okay. It's better. Now, I know that your favourite um, yeah, um, element is not a non-metal. What? So it's not a metal. <laughs> so it's one of these green ones. Um, is your favourite... Is it a metalloid? No. All right, cool. I'm. I'm. It, it's one of like 12 now. Cool. So you're not going to guess one? No, this is 20 questions. Okay. Uh, right. Talk to me about what you know about metals and non-metals. Well, that is an excellent... Uh, metals are... Metal is generally cooler than non-metal. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, really? I think so. No, not really. Carry on. Um, I, I literally don't know. That's a really interesting... I've never been asked the difference between metals and non-metals before. Okay. And I couldn't really... Like, I was going to say magnetic, but that's... Conductive. Oh, I'm um, really pleased you said magnetic, because I didn't do this when we overviewed the periodic table. There are three magnetic elements. Uh -huh, only three. Only three. On the periodic table. Is one of them zinc? No. Oh. Because everyone thinks that all metal is is magnetic, but it's not. No. There's only three of them. Is one of them... Oh, iron is. Iron is, iron is definitely magnetic. Right, I'm going to find iron on my magnetic table. What's the what's the formula? No, the, um, FE. FE, yeah, ferrous. Found, found it in a second. Yeah. I, I was going to say maybe How there's... How many protons does iron have? 
how many protons? Well, the little number is 26, so iron has 26 protons. Correct. Uh, and the other magnetic metals are rhodonium. No. No. I don't know. Nickel. No. Uh, yes? Yes. No. Really? Yes. And and not copper? No. No. Bear in mind, everything on the periodic table is grouped in its similarities chemically. Cobalt. Yeah. Iron, cobalt, and nickel. Those three together clustered, that's your three magnetic elements. Isn't that strange? Mm, it's cool, huh? Yeah. That, again, it's to do with the atomic arrangement of them. It's cool. Um, right. Yes. So the next thing you said was metals are... Conductive. Good. So conductive of what? Electricity. Yep. So they can conduct electricity. Why is that? Uh, it's something to do with their electrons. Good. I'm going to say they've got a full outer shell. No. Oh, it was worth, a, worth a stab, wasn't it? The electrons... So when we do bonding, we'll do a bit more about this. But the electrons in metals are able to move or they're called delocalized. They're able to move throughout the entire lattice structure of them. So because the electrons are delocalized, they can carry charge from one end to the other. Oh, okay. And they can also carry something else from one end to the other because they're delocalized. Sound. Oh, no, but metals, yes. Uh, metals generally are sonorous, uh, which means that they can pass on uh, sound. Yes, lovely. They can also pass on... Conduct. They can all Heat! Heat! Yeah, they're thermally conductive. So metals are thermally conductive, again, because those delocalized electrons can transfer thermal energy through the lattice. Nice. So those are... Do I need to know what the phrase delocalized electrons yeah, can... Yeah, I've said it three times now. But do I need to know what that means? No, what does it sound like it means? The, the electrons move. Mm-hmm. So do electrons in non-metals not move? Not so much. Like, they move around. So... Think about your picture of an atom. You've got your nucleus in the middle and your electrons around the outside. Yeah. They are localised. Oh, okay. Does it mean they stick to the same shell? Yes. Oh, okay. So on metals, they can move between shells. And between atoms. And between atoms. Okay. So instead of... So if you've got lots of atoms lined up touching each other, yeah. that electron might slip into that shell of that one. And Does that not make it a different element when that happens? No, remember the proton is what makes the element the same. Right, the fact that there's the same amount of electrons is, is just coincidental. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're going to talk about what happens when the electrons move in just a second. <laughs> you look very excited. I am, because you're kind of doing all of the things I need to include today. I've written a little list of all the things. When mm. you talk about metals and non-metals, there are specific things you have to mention, both chemically and physically. So at the moment, we're talking about properties. We're talking about the properties of metals. So the properties of metals is they're conductive. That is a property, okay? Okay. Um, another property of metal, they're sonorous. You mentioned that. Uh, they are also shiny if they've not reacted with oxygen, and we call that lustrous. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Now, when you say conductive, does that include electricity and heat? Do you just say... Con- so if yeah, I was asked... thermally conductive, electrically conductive. So if I was asked in an exam the properties of metal... Would I say conductive or would I say electrically conductive? I would do both. Do I'd both. Se- I'd separate them out. Okay. Don't, don't be vague is the key. Um, other properties. Of metal? Of metals, yeah. Um, what can I'm, we do with metals? What are we talking through right now? We can... They're malleable. What does malleable mean? Bendy. Sort of. Not really. You can change them. Yeah. So if you imagine when you, in year seven, you drew solids, liquids, and gases, the solid particles you draw in like un, uh, like uniform lines. Yeah. In metals, you can slide 
those lines over one another, which would be flattening our metals malleable. So it means you can flatten them and bend them because you can move the particles slide over one another. Sure. Unless we make an alloy, because then we have different sized atoms, more difficult. Okay. So yes, they're malleable. Also, what do I keep waggling here? You keep waggling the wire. Wire. So metals Stressing can, me out, no end. Uh, <laughs> metals can be drawn into wires, so we say they are ductile. Okay. Ductile. Ductile. Yeah, what is so that? we've... It means it can be drawn into wires. So we can take those uh, blocks of atoms piled on one another in uniform and stretch them out into a continuous line. Instead of flattening them, we can draw them out into one line. And you can't do that with other elements? Not with non-metals, no. I suppose you can't, can you? No, because look at the non-metals. Most of the non-metals are what? Gas. Yeah. And And I suppose when they become solid, they're really, really cold. Yes, and and think about um, like I'm just trying to think of like one of those as a solid. Um, you probably won't know any of them as a solid. Maybe sulfur. Uh huh. Um, it's brittle. They're very brittle, non-conductive. They tend to turn to powder very easily because they don't have these de- yeah. delocalized electrons in them. So properties-wise, with metal, we've got conductivity, malleability, ductility. Utility. Uh, they're lustrous if they're not oxidized. They're sonorous. Non-metal properties, mostly gaseous at room temperature. So what are metals not gaseous at room temperature? They're mostly... Mostly solids. Solids. Mostly solids apart from... Mercury. Mercury. Um, so we would say generally they have higher melting points and boiling points. Yeah. Whereas non-metals generally have lower melting points and boiling points. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they're normally, yeah, non-metals tend to be more brittle. They tend to not be conductive. And that's basically it, properties-wise. So you want melting points, boiling points, and then some physical properties. Okay? Okay. Now, we, we were speaking about what happens to the electrons. So in metals, metals tend to, when they react with things, lose electrons. Okay. When metals react with things, they lose electrons. They give their electrons away. Okay. Okay. And they become cations. Okay. Right. Now, remind me what charge electrons are. I'm sorry? What charge electrons are. Um, electrons are negative. Good. So, let's say I've got lithium because it's an easy one to do. Lithium is a metal. It has three protons and three electrons. So, it has three positive and three negative. So, overall charge of zero, right? Sure. If it loses an electron, yep. what is its charge? Plus one. Plus one. We would say it is Li plus, with a little plus in the top corner. Uh-huh. Um, and that is a cation. Right. Cation. Cation. Positive ion. So an ion is something that has lost or gained an electron. It's an, a charged atom. Okay. You like. It's got charge. It's not zero. It's positive or negative. So it's a cation. Now, the way I remember cations, you're going to laugh at this. When I teach my students, I draw, I write the word cation. But as I write it, I'm going to show you here. As I write the word cation, I put a pair of ears on it and some whiskers <laughs> to remind them. And I remind them by saying that my mother, absolute crazy cat lady, really positive about cats. Because <laughs> it helps to remind positive cats positive. Okay, so metals give up electrons. So they become positive ions. When Is cation one word? Cation, yeah. So when an element loses or gains an electron, it becomes a, an, an ion. An ion, yeah. But specifically, when a metal 
loses an electron, it is a cation. Mm -hmm. So a cation is kind of like a, a subclass of ion. It's yeah. a type of ion, yeah. okay? I mean, to confuse things massively, hydrogen sometimes loses its... Because it's only got one electron. Sometimes hydrogen loses it, so it does become a cation as well. But okay. generally, it's the metals. They never become negative metals, generally. Okay. Okay. Um, Metal, always positive, unless it's emo. Yeah, that's what I would tell them. I was like... That's what I tell students as well when we talk about bonding. I always talk about, like, imagine the electrons are CDs, which they used to share a lot of. Like, can I borrow your CD? We copy it, then we pass it back. Um negative electrons so the non-metals so i take you to your your oxygens and your chlorines and your nitrogens over there yeah they would gain those electrons and become negative and they are called anions 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 and the way i remind my students i don't draw a cat i write the word anions mm. and i draw around it an onion <laughs> An onion. <laughs> Onions make you cry. That's... They're negative. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> most of this is going to link up with when we do the groups, but essentially for today, yeah, this is a very short. I, I feel. I feel like I'm learning um, some kind of important base things, which are going to make sense later on. Exactly that. Mm. Exactly that. So, generally, metals make positive ions. They have all those properties we discuss. Non-metals make negative ions, anions. Um, and the type of ion they are will relate to what group they're in. Sure. So group one will lose one electron because yep. they've got one electron in their outer shell. So they all become plus one. So whenever you've got a periodic table in front of you, I always get my students to write plus one at the top of group one. Yep. Group two, they've got two electrons in their outer shell, so they become... Um, so that means they have only one electron left in their outer shell so they become i don't know What's they the have two electrons in their outer shell yeah so when they lose one they have one in their outer shell they tend to lose two because they want to get oh we haven't spoken about this most most um most elements when they react with things want to have a full outer shell so they would lose two electrons they'd lose both of them okay you didn't make that clear mrs did corbett not, did not it's terrible teaching so that so then they have no electrons in their outer shell, which would make them... But they've lost two, so but they've lost, their charge? Oh, they've be? lost two electrons, so they'd be plus two. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. Group three? Is that still a cation? Mm-hmm. Right, because it's all, all positive, always cation. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. Are you going to ask me about the third group now? Mm-hmm. So the third group have three electrons in their outer shell so they lose all three mm -hmm. so they become plus three mm -hmm. right okay i'm seeing a Group pattern four. don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> negligible yeah negligible. <laughs> okay. don't worry about it um okay but group zero full out shells don't worry about it um talking about group seven so they need to get how many electrons in their outer shell to make them full What's eight it? eight and they've got seven electrons Right. So they're going to gain an electron. So what charge will their group be? What? Why are they gaining an electron? To fill up their outer shell. Oh, because that's what they're aiming to do. Yes. Okay. Well, they're not aspirational, but yes. <laughs> I have to give them all personality. Yeah. Although it doesn't work. All right. Um, so uh, the elements in group seven have seven electrons in their outer shell. Um, so they want to gain an electron to get a full outer shell of eight. So they're going to have... So, so it's minus one. Yeah. So they become an anion. Yeah. Right. Group six. Okay, group six. So they have six electrons in their outer shell. So they're going to gain 
they're going to gain two electrons, mm-hmm. which makes it minus two. Yep. Group five, mm-hmm. uh, five electrons in their outer shell, mm-hmm. they gain three. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So when, like, phosphorus bonds with something, so this comes up more in bonding, which is why we haven't really discussed it yet. Mm. Phosphorus would gain three electrons and become P3 minus. So this is why, so so an electrons want to, sorry, elements want to have a full outer shell. Makes them stable. Because it yeah. makes them stable. And they will do that through the quickest means. So that's By either bonding. losing or gaining whichever is the And that will cause it to quickest. stick or bond to something in one way or the other. Does okay, that, 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 makes, that makes perfect sense, yeah. yeah. That's it for today. We're going to talk about the specific groups next time. Fantastic. I can't wait. See you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.